0: hello my name is gray and my name is crystal and this is Bus
1: Asian beauties the supernatural commentary podcast where i so do see this show several times and I, someone who only knows the show through social media, discuss every single episode of Supernatural from start to finish. Also, we are both Asian. Both Asian! Okay, so for today's episode, we will be
0: discussing Season 4, Episode 2, Are You There, God? It's Me, Dean Winchester, written by Sarah Gamble, directed by Phil Hmm, Phil's made
1: some choices with the flashbacks in this episode the flashbacks are so funny
0: they're, they're so like,
1: fucking stupid like I remember who these people are you put them in the then sequence too I think maybe perhaps
0: it's like a fact the the fact that Supernatural is a what do you call this like a, an episodic show whatever you know what I mean <laughs> Yeah. It's it's there that's the reason why. Like, because not everyone watches every
1: episode, so like Which is why there's the then sequence. But the then sequence is pretty fun this time. It's so fun! What song was in it? Um, it's Lonely Is the Night according to ToonFind.com. I don't think so. I I mean maybe it's a different Lonely is the night.
0: Lonely is the night. I mean, oh, like, Lonely is the Night is like it. an air supply song, right? Maybe
1: it's different. Uh, um, it says Lonely as the Night, remastered by Billy Squeer. Okay. According, s- s- according to the... I think the it's Trinity Squire. Squire, <laughs> maybe.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe, perhaps. It's a good song, and it's super fun. We'll talk about it later. But for now, I want to talk about... The title, yes, love this title. Well,
1: have you read the book? Yes, I've read. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Back when yeah, I was a little girl, as many people did with their lives. Um, I remember that they had exercises to increase their breast sizes, to which they would chant, "I must, I must, I must must increase increase my bust." And I remember that she lied about having her period. Which yeah. is such a common feature of like young cis girl like books, and I don't get why.
0: I think for me, for me, what I remember a lot about that book was, well, to be to be clear, I read the book after I watched Supernatural because oh my of Supernatural. God. <laughs> I was like, this is such an interesting title. I wonder where it's from, and then I realized it's a book, and I was like, I, I must read the book then, but. Like, so I was, like, a bit older, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, What I remember the most is how they treated the girl who was taller than everyone. I don't remember that. that. Like, there's a girl in this story who's, like, taller than everyone, and she's more physically mature than everyone. Mm -hmm. And, like, they treated her, like, a piece of shit. Because, like, they treat her like, oh, she's dating someone older. Oh, she's, like seducing the teacher because she's blah, blah, blah. And, like, mm-hmm. I just remember, like, it, that was such a, like, like, like it zinged my brain because I was, like, that person in 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 grade school.
1: Yeah. But, like,
0: you're right. Like, it's such a fascinating look into, like, cis girlhood.
1: Mm-hmm. All yeah. right, I read the wiki summary book. for this book in preparation for this recording. Yeah. And that girl, didn't she end up, it was, like, they found out that she was like, like deeply Catholic, and therefore felt like extra hurt by all the rumors going around about her. Yeah, is that part of what's saying to your brain? I mean, is it? Are you saying that it's because I'm Catholic? Yes, yes. I'm putting you in a box, and I'm telling you to stay there. Okay, so, um, that's enough for our <laughs> book review of Are You There God? It's Me, Margaret. Um. That book is not at all related to this episode. I don't know not why Sarah all. Gamble decided no, because, to snatch like, it.
0: Well, because in Are You There God It's Me Margaret, like she has this like whole thing cuz her parents are different religions, right? Yeah. And it's like I w- I'm I want to decide what religion I'm going to have and if mm-hmm. I believe in God and all that yeah. shit. And it's like here in this episode Dean is like is God there? Like, do I believe in a god? What's the deal? Mm. And I think that's the thing that they're aiming for.
1: Yeah, but he doesn't menstruate on sc- on screen, <laughs> so like, I don't get it. Yeah, I mean it's I it's a completely so. fascinating title
0: by itself. Like, if you even if you don't know what the what it's referencing,
1: it's like a good title. Are you there, God? It's reading in Winchester. Yeah, like.
0: It's yeah. lace,
1: and all of that credit should go to Judy Bloom instead of ignorant people just watching Supernatural and reading the book <laughs> after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a very American book.
0: Yeah, no, and I'm not American, so fuck off. <laughs> as you know, Logan Roy would say <laughs> in episode Rest in peace to, not, 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 in that, peace to rest- that man. Wait, sorry, Succession spoilers. <laughs> rest in peace for that man. <laughs> We're not allowed to say that. It's a spoiler. <laughs> We're not allowed to say it.
1: Alright, alright, fine. Yeah. Um, so are you gonna ask me what I knew about this episode before going in? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. What did okay. you know? Um, so first I knew that this episode would contain what I consider the horniest Dean Cast moment in oh my all God, of yeah. history. Um, which is, you know, cast shows up when Dean's sleeping, they have a very tense argument slash conversation and then like the camera gets the closest it's ever gotten on anyone's face in the history of supernatural um and then Cass tells Dean that like he pulled him out of hell so he can throw him back in um so I knew about that and then I knew from our season three Q&A that this is the episode where Henriksen comes back as an angry ghost um and I guess other people do too
0: Okay, so, we start with the road so far. And as Crystal said, it's Lonely the Night by... Some
1: guy. Um, some,
0: some guy, guy. Billy not Air Supply.
1: Billy, Billy Squire. Squire. Yeah. I
0: mean, imagine if it was the Air Supply song, though. That would be wonderful. I don't know what song you're talking about. Sorry. It's the one that goes like loneliest the night when I'm not with you. Loneliest the night. There's no light shining through. Till you're in my heart, till you're here by my side. Lonely Sorry, no. It's so good. Nothing. It's so good. It's a karaoke song. It's wonderful. Mm. But um the road so far is super good, this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like they because I didn't even know that. The theme of the episode is gonna be like the witnesses. Mm-hmm. So I thought they were just doing the whole bit of like we can save everyone, mm. and then them not being able to save everyone just for fun, just for the kicks. Yeah, like I didn't connect the dots that like oh this is that episode, and also the part where like Sam goes like you're not gonna go to hell, Dean. And it cut to Lilith opening the door, and I'm it's like sick, sick and boys. And boy. It's so good. It's so fun. And then yeah. Dean goes to hell, and then he gets raised up, and then Cass is there. And honestly, seeing Cass in a road so far is so 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 fun. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's there. He's right. a part of the show. He
1: sure is. I feel like this. Road So Far Sequence does a really good job at, like, setting up just the general arc of the episode, because, like, Dean shows up at the end of, like, the list of, like, you're introduced to a character, and then they die. Like, Dean shows up, like, in the exact same way. You're introduced to a character with Sam's line about him not going to hell, and then he dies. So, like, here he is in just this long list of people that they weren't able to save, but then he gets risen up and... Now we have to think about that. It is fun. Yeah. It's so fun.
0: But uh, now, um, well, the teaser, you know, there's a lady. She's on the couch. She's sleeping. And we can see that the lights and everything are flickering.
1: Yeah. The book on her chest is The Secret Teachings of All Ages, which is like a lore, like a mythology book. So, like, we already get a hint that she's a hunter before she wakes up. Oh, that's a nice catch. Yeah. And uh, it's
0: all flickering. And then she wakes up and she's like, goes to this corner of the room where she opens up a cupboard and it's all weapons. And the phone is ringing. And there's like a voice. What do you call this? A voice.
1: A voicemail message? Voice voicemail. message?
0: voicemail. Yeah. A voice message that's like yeah. from Bobby who's this saying. This is her voicemail
1: like, make your voice a male?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and Bobby is saying, like, call me back, I've got something big. So, you know, we know she's a hunter from everything that has happened. Mm. And then suddenly, like, a guy shows up, he's a ghost, and, like, and the lady tries to shoot at the ghost and all that shit, tries to salt the doorway, which now every time they salt a doorway, I just think about what you said about ghosts respecting the architecture. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, they literally respect the architecture. I and then, don't remember what I said about that. You said, like, they could pass through the walls, but they don't because oh, yeah. they respect
1: the architecture. Yeah, that is true. Also, like, the way that she does the salt, like, she picks up a pillow that was on her couch that, like, she was sleeping on, and it's full of salt, and she just pours it out all over the ground. And I think that it's so fun that, like, this is, like, her home, and she clearly, like, is a hunter but lives in this home, and that she hides her salt and hides her weapons means that, like, she probably has a lot of interaction with the civilian world, so, like... I don't know. She's very interesting to me. Like, all new hunters are very interesting to me. And it's sad that she dies immediately. So, Olivia. That's her name, by the way. Her name's Olivia. Yeah.
0: Which we learn from her voice message. Uh, answering machine message. And, and she, like, goes, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry at this guy. And then another, like, person grabs her. And then she, like, starts screaming. R.I.P. Yeah.
1: After seeing how much talking the other ghosts did at, like, Sam and Dean and Bobby... Like, I-, I understand that cold opens need to be short, but, like, wow. They really did Olivia dirty here. Yeah. So, we get to Bobby's house, um, and Sam and Dean are having an argument about Cass... And also, Gray, you told me that Dean's hair looks like shit in season four, but it didn't that much in Last Rising. It does in this episode. He looks terrible in this scene. I win. (laughs) So, (laughs) right. So Sam's on like the, yes, this was an angel side. And Dean was on the, all I know is I was not groped by an angel side. Fascinating way to put it. Um, and, I don't know, this whole argument, I enjoy it, after House of the Holies, it's a good argument. So, you know, blah blah blah, Dean thinks that if angels were real, a hunter would have seen one, blah blah blah, and Bobby eventually tells them to, like, shut up and come over here. The, okay, like, why is... Okay, so I guess we sort of learn why Dean is so anti at being an angel, but also, like, at the end of Houses of the Holy, he was, like, that bar going through that guy's, like, chest just like that makes me think that there is a divine force out there, right? He forgot. He did have 40 (laughs) years in between there.
0: I also (laughs) forgot about the Houses of the Holy's end scene, so,
1: you know... Alright, so also another thought I had during this scene, I feel like part of why Sam's so insistent that it's an angel is because, okay, we know Sam prays every day from House of the yeah. Holy, he probably prayed every day for, like, an angel to bring Dean back, like, probably part of him wonders if this is, like, the answers to his specific prayers. Oh, that's sweet. yeah. Oh, also Sam's wearing like a fun shirt in this scene. It's like some <laughs> faded denim wash, like J.C. Penny. yeah, shirt. big fan. OK. Um right. When Sam says that they have a theory, Dean tells Sam to give him one with a little less fairy dust on it, literally clocked Cass as gay within five minutes, and is also calling Sam a homo. Sastiel. Sassiel. So, uh, Bobby says that his lore says that angels can take a human soul out of hell. And literally nothing else has that power. Um, And Sam looks pretty psyched about this. He says that this is good news because for once this isn't just another round of demon crap. Maybe you were saved by one of the good guys. Oh, you know, well, there's also a part that when,
0: when it pans to Bobby's book, like the image is that of an angel rescuing, you know, a soul from hell. And they have the angel has their hand over the person's shoulder. And then Dean like looks at this and then puts his, ha- puts oh, his hand yeah. on the shoulder. And uh-huh. I was like,
1: that's cool shit. That is That's cool, cool shit. shit. Yeah. I'm still so mad the makeup team wouldn't spend an extra 2 hours per episode putting that on Jensen Ackles' arm for every single episode of Supernatural for the rest of eternity, but oh well. Uh Sam starts saying that this is less and less about faith and more about proof. Um and then Dean reveals that the reason that he's so like adamant about this not Being an angel is because, because why me? And then the dinkiest sad piano music music starts playing, (laughs) and I have to pause the episode to laugh and laugh and laugh. It's so
0: funny. It's so funny. Like it's the most dramatic music (laughs) ever. Why me?
1: <laughs> like, what the fuck? And it cuts to like Sam and Bobby reaction shots, too. They're like, oh wow, we're learning so much. Dean's being so vulnerable. Like, shut the fuck up. Literally. <laughs> yeah, he says if there's a god out there, like, he doesn't see why he would care about him specifically. Uh, he says that he saved some people so that maybe makes up for the stealing and the ditching chicks. It doesn't.
0: <laughs> the stealing um, is fine. Who gives a shit? Yeah,
1: stealing's fine. Um. Yeah, and then he says that he's just some guy. Um, he's just a regular guy. He's just a regular, regular guy. guy. He's just an innocent man so sam says you know blah, blah blah you must be important to god dean says that that creeps him out and sam does like the sigh thing on that and like do you think sam's jealous of dean i have thought about this he he just he wants to be god's special little guy doesn't he like a little bit I think Sam wants to be holy in some way. Like, I think, I think,
0: I think it's reasonable to think that he, he's thinking like, why does Dean get to be a God's special little guy? And I'm like, literally demonic. But like, no. I don't think that's something in this episode. Like, I don't think that mm-hmm. subtext is in this episode. I think yeah. that, that's more towards you know, the rest of
1: the season and the show. Yeah. yeah, that is true. If Sam was asked to be an angel vessel in like an earlier season, he would hop on that shit so fast, though. Like, I know that in my heart. Um, I don't so- think so. I think he'll be wary of it. But in I houses get what you're of the saying. holy like he saw that the supposed angel caused like 3 people to go to jail or a psychiatric ward for the rest of their lives and when he saw like revelation or whatever he was immediately like oh my god yes baby I will kill that rapist you know <laughs> like he seemed very willing to do God's will as soon as he believed that it was God's will Okay, Dean finally acquiesces and asks Bobby to give him the angel readings. And Bobby, like, slaps a big old pile of books on the table. And then Dean decides that he's gonna try to be funny. Jensen Ackles decides that he's gonna try to be funny by saying (laughs) to Sam, you're gonna get me some pie, and then, like, slapping the book pile a bit and no then, like, no he grabbed up... a book it's just okay. that
0: the topmost book is the thinnest book of <laughs> oh. all time like it's a fucking pamphlet I see and he's like okay. I'm gonna read this and I deserve some cake for it
1: yeah. yeah the thing about this episode and then is I just that i cake? Never... I meant pie the thing about this episode is that they try to make jokes and I don't find a single one of them funny like it's not a bad episode but every attempt at humor falls incredibly flat for me it's completely
0: fascinating to me that like they're really hammering home the pie thing this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Oh, and also no. it like in relation to that, I I don't even know where I heard this, but like maybe it's one of those like YouTube shorts, which is my TikTok as I like to say. Yeah. Um, where like it's a podcast and they're talking in the podcast and it's like a clip of the podcast episode, you mm-hmm. know? And there's one where they're talking about how cake versus pie with cake. It's very easy to have bad cake. Like Mm -hmm. if you just go to a diner and buy and get some cake, it's probably going to be shitty. Yeah. But when you get good cake, it's really, really fucking good. But good cake is expensive. Good cake takes some time to bake. Good cake Mm. takes a lot of like effort, blah, blah, blah. But like with pie, whatever tier, Of price point or like effort or whatever you're making pie with, it's always gonna be good.
1: McDonald's true slap.
0: Yeah, but like the maximum goodness of a pie is lower than that of cakes. And I I Mm. thought about Dean while listening to that, and I was like, well, I guess it makes sense. He prefers he prefers pie over cake because like. If you go to a diner and you get a pie versus a cake, chances are you'll get a better pie. So uh Sam goes forth into the world to buy some pie. And like it's a whole thing. Like he's on the phone and he's like, Yeah, Dean, I'll get the chips. When did I ever forget the pie? And then like he turns around to look at the diner and Ruby is there and his face like goes like all serious and he goes, I gotta go. And then he walks over to Ruby. She looks So great. Ruby starts asking, do you think Ruby looks great? I mean, she looks great, obviously. Yeah. She always Genevieve looks great. Genevieve Cortese Padalecki is a very wonderful woman, like looks wise. <laughs> um, I love how I had to clarify that. <laughs>
1: looks wise. <laughs> Yeah, uh, she's <laughs> wearing, horrible. like, a black, like, t-shirt with, like, rhinestones on it, like, very 2000s, and she has a black jacket with it. Um, and, I don't know, she's such an alive girl. Good for her. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I just really don't like her acting. It is a little bit rusty in this scene as well, I think. Like, when she's trying to, like, portray strong emotion, like, she tries too hard i think when do you think will she unrust um i don't know i think we'll just get used to it (laughs) this is just the new ruby yeah so
0: uh she asks if it really was an angel and sam's like oh you heard and ruby says who hasn't which i thought was so fascinating like how did everyone hear like, was, was Cass going to that barn such a big commotion?
1: Huh. Well, he did burn out the eyes of those demons in the diner, so it's possible that other demons found the bodies and was like, I recognize this as, like, angelic interference. An angel?
0: Yeah, I suppose so.
1: Uh, and then Ruby immediately goes, Okay, bye, Sam! and Sam was like what the fuck
0: what's going on and then she you know explains that she's a demon they're angels and angels are like ferocious creatures in that they smite first and they ask questions later they're not gonna care if she's being helpful they're not gonna care if she's one of the good guys and she says she's never met one but she doesn't intend to cause it's scared, they scare the holy hell out of her. So, and, and she says, watch yourself, Sam. And Sam says something that I was like, "Oh." He says, I'm not
1: scared of angels. Yeah. Sorry, babe. I love that. Yeah. I love I, that. I like this whole exchange very much because like Ruby's saying, like, you are collaborating with me and you are drinking demon blood and you had demon blood in you as a baby like their smite first ask questions later thing might apply to you and sam just like doesn't even comprehend that that could be the case you know like he's like Mm -hmm. i'm like pious and i'm like being a good guy like i'm not scared of angels what we're the same no we're not but like not even like that self aware. And it's it's fun. I like I like to see it. Yeah. So Sam comes back to Bobby's place. They're like in the scrapyard. And Bobby comes over and says that they're gonna start driving directly to his friend Olivia's house. Because she knows about Angel Lauren's stuff. So he's been trying to contact her. But she hasn't gotten back to him for three days. Um, Sam knows Olivia Lowry to be a hunter. Um, I guess, I don't know. He probably heard about her from Ellen or something. Where is Ellen, by the way? Um, I don't know. She's
0: chilling. She doesn't have a, she doesn't bar, have a bar. Or a yeah, house. So like, yeah. I mean, is she, are they gonna show up in season four?
1: I don't know. Who knows? I don't think they do. Where have they been for three knows? seasons or whatever? Yeah. Um. Right. So, also, like to note, Sam is in the Impala, and he's the one who's like driving it back. But then Dean comes over and tells Sam to scoot so that he can get into the driver's seat. Um. So. You know, I guess another tick mark in the who is driving the Impala shows the power imbalance between the brothers thing. Um, And, yeah, Sam has forgotten the pie. It's very, very sad. So they show up to Olivia's, um, and they go inside, and she is dead on the floor, incredibly gory, like, so fun gory. Yeah. Um, and Bobby just Bobby like, immediately takes walks one out, look, <laughs> yeah, and immediately walks out. and we find out later that it's just because he was like calling other hunters in the area, but like, I like it better as just like an emotional response to his friend being dead and very gross on the ground. like the second during which I thought that he just left because he was overwhelmed was like the most human I'd ever seen Bobby so far. But no, he was just being another plot utility guy. So, yeah. um, Sam and Dean see that there was a salt line. See that the EMF reader is, like, burned out. Meaning that, like, whatever ghosts were here were, like, extra, extra powerful. And then Bobby comes back in and says that, oh, like, what I did during the... Five seconds I was outside was call a bunch of hunters nearby and found that none of them were answering their phones. So something is up. Sad. Um oh that nobody replied to Bobby's call. Yeah. And
0: they do a whole sequence of like um like phone ringing for like another hunter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then it's like while the phone rings, it goes to his body and it's torn apart. It's pretty yeah. gory.
1: It's gory s- stuff. An incredibly ugly scene editing wise because they just do a bunch of like yeah. flashes of parts of Cuts. his house like they're on a fucking BBC Sherlock episode. And then like to be like <laughs> clues, look, there's blood on the floor. I wonder what that means. Um and then we see his body. It's quite fun. Like, it looks like his entire rib cage has been, like, pried open to expose, like, his intestines and shit, you know?
0: Yeah. Sam and Dean are talking to Bobby on the phone again. And they're like, Yeah, we visited someone. And, you know, they're torn to shreds. And then, like, Bobby says, I checked on Carl Bates and RC Adams.
1: Redecorated in red.
0: In a red. And it's, it's like, bad. stop! It's, it's not so bad.
1: Funny. It's boring. Yeah. You said a boring thing, Bobby.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, they're, they're like trying to brainstorm what's happening. But Bobby's like, um, just go to my house until we find out what's happening. Cause like, this is obviously attacking hunters. And then we go to Dean sleeping on the passenger seat. And Sam is like mm-hmm. driving, which I thought was so fun. Sam like goes out to get some gas and goes to the restroom. Mm-hmm. Okay, fascinating thing. Did you know that like in the Philippines we co- we call restrooms comfort rooms? Oh, huh. Would you like? I, I like I know I brought it up once to someone, and they were like, "What a weird thing to say!" Like they didn't know that I was talking about the restroom because i was saying like oh i'm going to the cr the cr they were mm. like what the fuck is the cr and i was like comfort room and they were like what the fuck is the <laughs> comfort room <sighs> i thought that was so funny yeah yeah i think we should integrate that to the vocabulary of every english-speaking country let's, it's yeah, fun sure, to let's say. do it as sam like goes to wash his hands or something we see that his breath becomes, you know, foggy, which mm-hmm. is a whole thing. This episode, like every single th- every single time a ghost shows up, they do it, like there's just a foggy breath thing going on. Yeah. And then he sees Hendrickson, Hendrickson. from the reflection of the mirror. And like my first thought was, it's fascinating that they send Hendrickson to Sam. Yeah. Cause I didn't know how the rest of the episode will pan out. And like, mm-hmm. spoiler, Henriksen ends up being like Dean's final foe. Yeah. And then Meg, who, who shows up with Dean first becomes Sam's final foe, which is what you would expect, right. you know? But I think it's fascinating that they start off with it reversed. Mm-hmm. Like, so we get both's reaction to, to information and yeah. you know, it's super fun. It is. And then Sam at first thinks that Henriksen survived, which he didn't. He starts <laughs> yeah. flickering and it's like obvious that he didn't. Yeah. And Henriksen is mad. He's mad at Sam for leaving like people in the police station to die in your place, is what he calls it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, You did this to me. It was your fault. And they, they start fighting. Like, Henriksen starts attacking Sam. And he's super powerful. Sam sees, like, a little brand on Henriksen's hand. And then, like, they're being thrown around. They're being thrown around.
1: Yeah. I thought that the reason this confrontation took place in the gas station bathroom was so that they could recreate the Henriksen toilet face shot. But with Sam in the toilet... But he did I know. not Sam did not get drowned in any toilet, and that's a shame when when
0: when they hit Sam in the head with the sink, like my first thought was they should have done it in the toilet or in the urinal. that would be more fun, yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's my only hot take. Anyway, Dean shows up, shoots, and it's a whole thing. The ghost disappears.
1: Oh wait, we didn't mention when henriksen showed up. We get a bunch of stupid ass flashbacks of him. Oh yeah, the flashbacks. They're didn't in mention black and white. Stupid as fuck. And they're yeah. fucking dumb. They're terrible. And it undermines- every time a ghost shows up, it undermines, like, the shock and, like, interest of their presence so much by having those stupid-ass flashbacks. The worst one is when Meg tells Dean like, hey, remember when you threw me off a building and then it flashes back to her being thrown out of the window. Like, in case people don't understand what the words threw off a building mean. Like, in case people are visual learners. Like, (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Yeah.
0: We go to Bobby's house and he's just hanging out when like laughing noises start happening.
1: Mhm.
0: Is that right? But like, you know, he he hears some noises and he starts walking and he sees that there are two little girls like behind him. Mhm. And it's a whole thing. It's like, you know, usual horror like two little twin girls and
1: they're wearing twin dresses. Yeah. Sam and Dean are back in the Impala because Dean shot Henriksen, etc, etc. Sam has, like, a little cut over his eye and he looks real cute with it. Uh, and Dean's been trying to call Bobby, but he's not picking up. Sam does not have a concussion, which is fun. Uh, and Dean says to Sam, Henriksen? Which is fascinating, because when he meets Henriksen again, he only calls him Victor. So That's fascinating. They had sex. I don't know when in that episode they had the time, but they did. <laughs> Sam says that Henriksen wanted revenge because we got him killed. And Dean goes, like, Sam. And Sam goes, well, we did, Dean. Which... You know, as you said, Sam only blames himself for things that he hasn't done and does not blame himself enough for things that he has. Uh so Dean's like, shut up, like stop with all the self loathing. Let's just keep on trucking. Um, and then we cut to the Impala driving later, and like Sam and Dean were talking at the in at like it was night. And now it is day. Yeah. How far away were they from Bobby's house? Maybe it was midnight. Maybe it was like 4 a.m. And now it's 6 a.m. Okay, fine. I'll take it. Right. They go in. They're looking for Bobby. There's an iron poker that was dropped on the ground. Dean. Also, left. like I want to
0: say when when yeah. Dean like wisp- like tries to shout Bobby's name. He does it in a soft voice. Like, he's, it's like he's trying to whisper, but he's trying to shout at the same time. And he goes, Bobby! <laughs>
1: <laughs> and yep. I love it. It's literally Bobby. It's literally Bob-A. Um, So Dean says, I'm gonna look inside. Sam, you go search the junkyard. Uh, and Bobby is in the junkyard. He's like trapped in a car, and like the twins are like covering his mouth. Um, but Sam cannot find him. Um, and Dean upstairs hears a sound. And somebody appears behind him. And that somebody is Meg Masters, the human vessel for the demon Meg. Um, and she looks different than Meg did in that she has, like longer like brown hair instead of cropped blonde hair and like she's wearing a different outfit than Meg usually is but she still has Meg's voice which is a very good voice thank you for having that voice so you know she appears and greets him and then we get some ugly ass flashbacks to Meg and then Meg Master says This is what I looked like before that demon cut off my hair and dressed me like a slut. (sighs) And then they do flashbacks of
0: Meg, and she's literally wearing, like, a full-on jacket. Yeah, a jacket, like, a
1: high-collared shirt, like, a higher collar than, like, human Meg is wearing. Like, what does it mean to dress her like a slut? What are you saying? right okay so and this is the first time that okay i i really enjoy meg and hair throughout supernatural because we know that in season eight after meg is captured by crowley her hair has been dyed blonde and like she says that like crowley did it to her right yeah which is like fucking wild but i feel like that I think a lot of what is happening here is just, like, the Meg actresses having different hairstyles for different, like, roles, but, like, them choosing to incorporate that into the plot so that it becomes a motif throughout her story. And I do find, like, yeah. the, the voluntary, you know, bleaching, like, turnaround while being captured by Crowley very interesting for her as a character. And I also feel like this is, like, sort of the first we've heard of a demon really doing a lot to modify the appearance of their vessel because a lot of times it's like this is a meat suit and I just use it to get around like they don't change their outfits or anything but like Meg like she customized you know yeah and I I like it I like it a lot and also something else that this makes me think of is the headcanon that Meg 2.0 is not the original demon, but is, like, Meg masters the human after she died and went to hell, like, becoming a demon. Um. Aww. Which I like because, like, that maybe explains why the new Meg's vessel has, like, long, dark hair and, like, she doesn't want to bleach it or anything because it seemed like that was her preferred look before Season 7. So... Yeah. I missed her. Good to see her again. Yeah. Um, and Dean goes, Oh my god, Meg? And she says, Hi, and then there's like a cut to adds. And, you know, Dean realizes that
0: Um this is not Demon Meg. This is Meg Masters, is in the girl that was possessed by the demon. Mm. And Meg is angry. Yeah, She's saying that, like, uh, I was a college girl. And then one night, I just got jumped by the demon. And I was a prisoner for the whole time. And she was saying that she was awake the whole time. And she watched the demon murder people. And then Dean says, like, I'm sorry. And this is how Dean reacts to everyone. Like, he just goes, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. sorry. And, like, it's, I, at some point, like, it's we see it, like, be a trick, in a way. Because he's, like, saying, I'm sorry, I should have saved you while trying to reach out for a um, weapon. But, yeah. like, in general, this is the vibe with Dean. Like, sorry, my bad. <laughs> he literally says, my bad. <laughs> and then Meg is, like, oh, yeah, you're so sorry you had me thrown off a building. And... To uh, flash she says there. like, um, "Yeah, she said that she was waiting and praying that somebody would help her, but you know, Dean, who was supposed to help people, didn't help her." Yeah, she's mad. Dean keeps saying sorry, and it's a whole thing. And like, yeah, it- it's like um, just her-, her kicking Dean around and shit. Mm-hmm.
1: She's and so right.
0: In the car, the two girls are, like, holding Bobby down. The last
1: thing that Dean says before it cuts to Bobby is, we did the best we could. Fuck off. No, you didn't. (laughs) I mean, they didn't know.
0: It's true that they they didn't know. But, like, they should have known.
1: Yeah, it is weird. They should have known. In Phantom Traveler, like...
0: Yeah, exactly. They
1: exorcised a demon from the co-pilot, and he was alive after that, and he was a person before and after that. Like, they should have known. There's no reason that they wouldn't have known.
0: Yeah. They just didn't think about it that much. Which is what Meg is talking about. Yeah, like, you just didn't think about it.
1: Yeah, hunters just try to focus on killing the demon and consider the vessel a lost cause most of the time already which is highly yeah. unfortunate
0: yeah and then uh in back, back in the outside world Bobby is being held down by like two girls they're like they have their hands on her on his mouth mm-hmm. in a like stay silent Bobby type way And then they're saying like, are you scared, Bobby? Because we were scared when the monsters came for us and you were right there and you passed by our door and you didn't do anything. You could have saved us, but you didn't do anything. And it's a whole thing. And we start cutting back and forth from Meg to Bobby. With Meg's side, it's like she's saying that she had a little sister who loved her so much. And then when they found Meg's dead body in the morgue. The sister killed herself.
1: Yeah. And
0: and Meg, she's you saying know, appeals
1: that, to Dean's mirror instincts a lot with that. When she says, like, you know yeah. how little siblings are, right? How they'll do anything for you. And I I like this a lot because I also think about how, like, when Meg was a demon, like, she tried to like, triggers Sam's Sam mirror instincts in Scarecrow by being like, oh, like, my family, like, wanted to hold me back, but, like, I needed to, like, get out and be independent and stuff. And, I don't know, the way that human Meg fits into her human human family structure also makes me think about how, like, like, right now she's, like, an older sister, so she's being a Dean mirror, but, like, back then, like, she was Azazel's daughter and, like, her demon brother sort of seemed like her older brother in a way. So like like how Meg's family position determines which brother she decides to like try to like relate to or whatever. Anyway. Yeah, but this is
0: not Meg. That's yeah, a different
1: Meg. It is a different Meg, but I feel like like they are considering both of them in the way they write either of them, I would assume.
0: Uh, she's saying that like the reason why her sister is dead now is because of Dean. And it's a whole thing. And then back in the car, like Sam starts the opening up just random ass cars. Yeah. I respect that. I respect that. Yes. Yeah, he's like, Bobby, are you here? Bobby, are you here? And he's frying open trunks and everything until he sees like a reflection up in, like, an elevated car? I don't even know what the positioning is here. But oh,
1: I thought what he noticed was he's... that the car mirror was frozen over for that car only.
0: Oh! I didn't know that. I thought he saw Bobby from the mirror. That's probably also part of it. He opens the door, and then, like... It's a whole thing. Like, Sam falls down, and then we see a shot of Bobby, like... Overlooking Sam. And I thought that was like so goofy for some reason. I don't even remember why. I was like, that's goofy. Indeed. Yeah. And then Dean Mm -hmm. takes a gun out and holds it over Meg. And Meg says like, silly. You can't kill, you can't like damage me with a gun. And then Dean goes like, I'm not shooting you. And then he shoots upward to this iron, um, chandelier
1: to this iron, thing.
0: like, fucking chandelier, and it falls over Meg. And then, like, as he falls backwards, he goes, he says, iron. Oh,
1: <laughs> the it's damage so that Sam and Dean have wrought to Bobby's house over the years is incalculable. <laughs>
0: incalculable but also just the fact that he was like it's iron like to no one (laughs) to no one nobody's there it's just him
1: Mm. iron he's so stupid he is quite stupid uh so we cut to a little bit later everyone's safe and uh dean mentions seeing the brand and sam is able to recreate it from memory and Bobby says, okay, let's go he's somewhere He's so safe. smart. Yeah, he's this so smart. This guy has
0: photographic memory
1: or whatever that's called. Yeah. Photogenic memory? I no, don't it's think photo- so. No, photographic, I think. <laughs> so Bobby takes them to the basement, and then he takes them to the famous panic room, which I know of as the place where they hold Sam for all his demon blood detoxes. Whoever came up with, like, the ceiling fan, like moving a lot and like light coming through so like there's like a shadow that's ever shifting and like the sound that's there the whole time like deserves a raise like whoever on the set design department did that because it is such a good feature of this space
0: yeah and like it's fun like right now because it's like the boys are super impressed by this Mm -hmm. and they're like wow this is so cool bobby i can't believe you hid this from us bobby yeah it's fun and like i just like you know once you watch the rest of the show Mm -hmm. you kind of remember this room specifically for housing sam later and so like it's it's fascinating that this is how it begins with like Sam and Dean super duper impressed, and then it, Mm -hmm. like, becomes a room where Sam is imprisoned. Like, it's fun.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, and it's, like, circular, and apparently it's built, like, entirely of iron and coated in salt, so, like, it is safe from ghosts and demons. Um... Right, and it is pretty cool, but Sam and Dean call it, like, the coolest thing ever like, 20 times in the next, like, five minutes, and by the end of it, I was sick of this room. Yeah. Um, there's, like, some stupid bit where, like, Dean notices that there's, like, a poster of a woman in a swimsuit, like, on the wall. Does Bobby not know about the internet? I don't think this is like a
0: pornographic thing. Like you can just have I, a picture of a lady in a swimsuit.
1: The way Dean reacts to it, though, it also like swimsuit yeah, magazines. I, like I like don't think back that's in the day, were the Bobby. closest that a lot of people got to porn or whatever. I mean, do you do you do you guys
0: have in the US like those beer um, calendars where it's like. Uh, probably, a lady in a bikini.
1: Probably. Yeah. But this was just an image from a magazine.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I suppose. You know what's fascinating is we have those calendars. We don't put them up. Yeah. But, like, we have a relative who works at the beer company. <laughs> uh-huh. And, like, it's so funny to say the beer company as if there's just only one. There is one. like, only in the one. Philippines, there's... In the Philippines, there's like one big one. Mm-hmm. And like, he works there. And like, so we always have at like a, cri- like during like Christmas gatherings, it's yeah. like, oh, the calendars for the next year are out. <laughs> and he's like distributing them to everyone. Yeah. And it's a whole thing. I just think it's so funny.
1: That is pretty funny.
0: And it's like, oh, who's the model this year? And there is like,
1: oh, it's her. Hmm. <laughs> and it's a whole thing i think it's so funny funny good for the model this year uh so later sam and dean are like making like either iron bullets or salt bullets for beating the ghosts and dean says well dean just rediscovers the problem of evil or whatever again where Yeah. Like, Didn't um, he discover this earlier in, City? in the show? Yeah. I think so, and probably also in Houses of the Holy... <laughs> God. Yeah. It's so annoying when people do this. Like, everyone's already gone through the why do bad things happen to good people debate. Like, Dean thinks he's being so smart for this. Like, shut up. Um... Well He's... we all have to start somewhere I guess so all right, so he says that he can't believe in God because if everything's random like chance then it's okay for like random horrible things to happen to good people. but if he does exist, then why isn't he stepping in when everyone's getting torn to shred? So yeah, I mean, this is the free will show. We'll find out the answer. Yeah, at
0: some point, like Sam just looks over at Bobby in a like, Bobby, can you answer this sometime away? Like he's like, Bobby, can you go talk to him? I don't wanna. Yeah. And Bobby just goes, I'm not touching that with the ten foot pole. Mm. <laughs> I thought, I thought actually that was that one was pretty funny.
1: Okay, I'm glad you found it funny. I feel like it fell pretty flat for me. I just, no, I, 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 what that, I found
0: amusing yeah. was, was like Sam being like, um, yeah. Bobby. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like that part not is Bobby's funny. comment, but like Sam being like, well, I mean, Bobby's here, maybe he can
1: answer. It's like right. So what does real. the lore say about the problem of evil, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Bobby finds out that the brand on the ghosts is the mark of the witness. Um, So, apparently, if someone dies with supernatural causes, they can be forced to come back as ghosts by someone. Um, And when they wake up, they're in agony like rabid dogs, he says. So, their actions are not their own fault. Um, and they don't know who exactly rose these ghosts up. Um, and apparently this event is called the Rising of the Witnesses. That is part of an ancient prophecy from Revelations in the Bible. He makes, like, some, like, joke about the Bible where like Dean asked what book is that from and Bobby's like, "Well, the widely distributed version is just for tourists, you know, like okay, haha, whatever." Um, and apparently this is a sign of the apocalypse. You know what I was thinking of this
0: scene? I was thinking, "God damn, Bobby's so good at research."
1: Like, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? It could never be me. He doesn't even have PDFs. He can't even control F. Like, he has to flip through books with his hand. He,
0: he can't even control F. He can't even look shit up in Google Scholar. He
1: doesn't even have those little rubber thingies that you put at the end of your fingers to make it easier to turn pages. Yeah, he has to lick his finger. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Ew.
0: So they they keep on talking about what... You know, the apocalypse is. Mm-hmm. And, well, um Sam asks, like, okay, so what do we do now? And Dean goes, let's go on a road trip, baby! Like, I don't know, fucking Grand Canyon Star Trek experience.
1: Bunny Ranch! And I thought that was funny. Well, do, and you, do, do you know what the Bunny Ranch is? No, no. Oh. Is that a bad thing? <laughs> oh, well, it's not... Okay, well, okay, it's uh one of the few legal brothels in the US that is located oh. in Nevada. Uh it's like very expensive, I think. But um apparently the the owner who I think was alive at the time this episode aired is like a fuck was he's dead. Was a fucking creep who like raped his workers a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> But that was not known yet. I feel like that came out around 2015. Got it. Yeah. But yeah. No, it'd be so fun if Dean just wanted to go to, like, a petting zoo with bunnies. But I don't think that's (laughs) what he's saying. (laughs) Yeah. Bobby,
0: like, you know, refocuses their discussion from, like, the apocalypse back to, what the fuck are we gonna do with these witnesses? And... Um... He says there's a spell, but uh, they need to get out of the panic room. So they go to the library where there's a fireplace where they can throw the I don't know the spell after. Mm. And then as they go out, we see Ronald. And As in, like, they're walking out of the panic room, and up the stairs, there's, like, Ronald's just
1: sitting there. And if and you Dean don't is remember like, happy who that to see is. him. that was Dean's best yeah. friend who he just let go <laughs> in Night Yeah! Shifter.
0: I can't believe Ronald came back! I, I can't know. believe our best friend is here!
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, I feel yeah. like that and literally they do was the whole Dean's thing with Dean's like, best friend who he just let go
0: no, but, like, do you see the way Dean, like, fucking lights up? Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, Ronald. Like, he literally was so happy to see him. That's yeah. literally his best friend. <laughs> and then, you know, Bobby shoots Ronald w- while he's saying, like, I was dead because of you. You're supposed to help me. And, like, Bobby shoots and Dean's like,
1: <gasps> "Yeah,
0: So my best friend and I just let him go yet again. <laughs>
1: We know from, like, the lore that these ghosts are, like, they do contain the original consciousnesses yeah. of the people in them. So why do they all talk exactly the same? Why did Ron and Meg have the exact same line about how I died because of you and you were supposed to help me? Well, maybe, like, that's
0: the Mark docking, you know? That's the Brand docking or whatever.
1: Interesting. So, like, you think that there is sort of like a script that Lilith fed them that goes with their consciousness now?
0: Yeah. Okay. I suppose so. Alright. I. Take it. It's just like, it, it adds to the creep factor because, like, I don't know, they're all the same. I think the only unique one was the kids, actually. The kids were so boring, though. Yeah, they're boring because we don't know them. But, like, it's, like, unique in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because it's, like, they're not, like, kicking, screaming. They're, like, we're gonna do the thing that you do when you're kids where you cover your mouth and your nose until you pass out or whatever. (laughs) Do kids actually do that? I don't know. I used to do that to myself, like. I'm gonna see
1: how long I cannot breathe. Yeah. And you just cover your mouth and your nose. Yeah, I think I've done that, but I was always a weakling, and I I never succeeded at getting past like 20 seconds. So, yeah. And then, um, they go to the
0: li- to the library, and they start setting up. So. Like, Bobby sends Sam to get something, and then Dean to get something as well. The girls, like, the twins, show up at Bobby, and they talk to Bobby, and then Bobby shoots. Like, Meg shows up... To Sam, who's upstairs. At Sam. She says that, like, I suffered for months being possessed by a demon. And now you're just doing the same thing. You're just, like, hanging out with Ruby. How many girls she fucking burned through for kicks like me yeah and then you're not sending her back to hell you're a monster yeah and then sam shoots
1: two things about this like first i'm surprised that since she apparently can like read his mind and know everything i'm surprised she doesn't bring up that he also got possessed by meg or that he doesn't bring it up like they're like one yeah. of the two people around who have had that experience. Second, we learn later from I knew what, I know what you did last summer that Ruby is currently that, very yeah. ethically possessing her body. So yeah. and that Sam is the one I mean, who they, urged her into that.
0: They specifically do that to make sure that like they when fuck. they eventually have sex, like it's like not fucking weird and bad, you know. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. I respect
1: that. I respect that. <laughs> what? I mean they do that to Cass as well. Oh right, they killed Jimmy Novak off so that <laughs> in five oh three Dean can make sure Cass doesn't die a virgin. Yeah. Hendrickson shows up at Dean. And
0: Dean says Victor, and Henriksen oh goes. God, it's
1: the insane. The okay, like Dean Victor is so fucking real.
0: Dean starts saying like, "I know it's my fault," and blah blah blah. The minute I heard about the explosion, I thought I should have known. I should have protected you. And like he tries to reach out for his gun, but like it gets flung out of the way. And then Henriksen says and reveals that. They didn't actually just die, like, from the white light. They were fucking tortured for 45 minutes. And then, like, Lilith skinned, like, Nancy. Mm -hmm. And then made everybody watch, and Hendrickson was the last one to get filleted, I suppose.
1: Yeah. We saw the white light, though. Like, this is a retcon.
0: Maybe it's, like, White Light is, like, to get them
1: to another place
0: where she can do her bidding or whatever. Okay, sure. And, like, maybe it's, like, soul, though. Like, maybe, like, the souls are the ones that were tortured. Like, that's also a possibility. Because they, the bodies exploded Mm. Like, when it exploded, they were able to recognize the bodies. It's like, Hendrickson was here, Nancy was here. Uh,
1: I don't think they were, we're able to recognize the bodies because they said that Sam oh, and Dean also Oh, because they said died. that Sam and Dean
0: are there. Yeah, I suppose. Anyway, Hendrickson says that, like, why is it that I had to suffer and I had to die? And then you were erased from hell. Like, it's unfair. Yeah. Why do you deserve another chance, Dean? And then Sam comes in, shoots Hendrickson. Yeah. And then they go to back to the library. It's a whole thing. Bobby's chanting. And then, like, wind is happening everywhere.
1: This is the last line Henriksen says, right? We promised in the Q&A that we would actually talk about him this episode, right? But, like, I have no idea what
0: to say. I don't want to afford like, a conversation.
1: I mean, yeah, I feel like the main things to say about Henriksen is just that, like, he was set up as, like... A potential future hunter and ally, but they only did it to make his death more tragic which is annoying. I don't even think they made his death tragic. And they did yeah, that's true. They didn't make his death tragic. It was just like sudden flash, whatever, whatever.
0: And like even now that like he got tortured, like the whole the whole point is still like about D and you know and all that shit yeah and like why is it that Dean gets to have another chance like that's the main question,
1: yeah that is true,
0: yeah yeah so they're they're back at the library. wind is everywhere, Bobby's chanting, the salt line is being unsalt lined it's a it's a it's a fight scene, basically where all the ghosts are trying to attack and they're losing salt bullets and like dean picks up a uh, fire poker and starts slashing at these people sam gets cornered to a wall by a desk and like he goes uh dean protect bobby yeah. and dean literally does such a bad <laughs> job like bang up job there dean like because like a ghost literally um tries to get bobby's heart at some point
1: Oh, uh, yeah, Meg, Which
0: we forgot to mention, um, yeah,
1: the way Henriksen tries to kill Dean is that he like reaches through his chest to try to stop his heart, and he's only stopped by Sam shooting him with salt um, and for Bobby's case, Meg, I think like tries to grab his spinal cord through his back, which I think is very neat, um, but then yeah, doesn't doesn't happen, like Bobby, um accidentally like.
0: Let's go off the bowl. And then, like, it's a slow-motion thing. Where he tells Dean, like, the fireplace! Yeah. And Dean, like, gets the bowl and throws it to the fireplace. And the fire burns blue, baby! And yeah. then
1: the ghost disappear. Yep. So. Oh my god, you're taking the scene! I guess I am taking the scene. So, uh, we cut to later that night. And Sam's asleep on the couch in a little t shirt and he looks so cute. Um and Dean's asleep, but then he wakes up and guess who's in the kitchen, guys? Guys, guys, who's in the kitchen? It's fucking Cass. It's fucking Cass. It's Cassie. He's literally there. He's wearing his trench coat. His hair is messy. He looks amazing. Yeah.
0: They do it so well. Like, the vibes of season 4 Cass is so immaculate. Yeah. Like, especially in this scene, I don't even know how to describe it. It's almost, it's electric. It's yeah. like, like, when Dean was walking towards him and it's like, so quiet oh. and like, Dean is whispering and Cass is just speaking in his normal voice. Yeah. Like,
1: I don't know, it's like, oh my god, it's so good. His presence is just, like, so, like, captivating. And I don't, like, what did they put in the water? God, it's so good. He's so Literally. Good. Like, yeah, Dean, make sure that Sam's asleep before he goes to talk to Cass, which, like, why? <laughs> Whatever, who cares, at least yeah. we get this scene out of it. Um, so Cass lets Dean know, um, excellent job with the witnesses. Um, he says that he was, uh, made aware of what happened. Ugh, I love when he talks vaguely and in his dry little voice with his little face. He's so good. Dean does, like, a sarcastic, like, thanks a lot for, like, helping like save us blah, blah 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 like his general like why isn't god interfering yeah.
0: he says you know elves got my heart ripped, heart ripped out, out of my, my chest.
1: chest and I was like I-, I like that line delivery like I I like it mm. and Cas basically just yeah. rolls his eyes and goes but you didn't but you oh, did love it. Love you didn't <laughs> i want him so bad yeah you know dean's like i thought angels were supposed to be nice and stuff and casts is his iconic line of read the bible angels are warriors of god i'm a soldier yeah you are baby and, you know, Dean is not satisfied with this because Cass did not perform his soldierly duties, but Cass says that he is not here to perch on his shoulder and that we had larger concerns. And, oh no, okay, the way he goes, he goes, like, I'm not here to perch on your shoulder like on your shoulder i love where he chooses to like pause in his sentences like he's very good at drawing out the tension and like Mm. making it seem like he's like being very deliberate with all of his word choice and also like he's like barely like like every word he manages to say it's like he's like just he's like deigning to give dean like a sentence you know what i mean like, he seems, like, yeah. just mildly annoyed the whole time. And I love I love that vibe. You know, Dean's mad that, you know, there were people getting torn to shreds down here. And he also asks, where the hell is God, if he even exists? And, you know, Cass says immediately, there's a God. But, like, we know that he is doubting somewhere inside of his mind, or that he will be doubting. And that is fun. Cass says, like, his whole, the Lord works... And Dean says, if you say mysterious ways, so help me, I will kick your ass. And then we get a fun second after he says that, where, like, his eyes flicker a bit, and he looks a little nervous, where he goes like, oh shit, I just saw an angel that I was gonna kick his ass. Even though the last time we saw him, literally no human weapon could work on him, and he was exploding the entire sky. And Cass does, like, this thing where he, like, makes, like, an annoyed... I don't know how to describe it, but he, like, lifts both of his hands as, like, a... He's... Okay. (laughs) Like, he's
0: amused. Yeah. He's amused. He's amused. He's
1: like, look at this little guy. Look at this guy.
0: threatening me. Yeah. Making, like, telling me to fuck off and die. Like, it's fun. (laughs) Yeah. He's a hater, for real. Dean's a hater, and Cass is enjoying the haterisms.
1: Yeah. Truly, truly. Um, and he asks about, you know, the sign of the apocalypse stuff, we get, like, a fun shot where, like, after Cass did his hands thing, he's sort of looking off to the side and he sort of turns his neck back around to talk to Dean. But, like, something about the way he swings his neck in that scene, I'm just obsessed with it. Um, he, you know, confirms that the apocalypse is happening and that there are 66 seals that, once they're broken, will start apocalypse and apparently lilith did the spell and she killed 20 other hunters fuck yeah baby he also says that lilith has a certain sense of humor which is fun like because we also know that uriel's the funniest angel in the garrison like i want to know what like the idea of humor is in angels brains Cass finally reveals that what happens after you break all the seals is that Lucifer walks free. And Dean does not believe in Lucifer. And I choose to believe that it's because of that one time in season 3 when he said speak of the devil when Ruby showed up and Ruby said I don't believe in the devil. (laughs) Because What he says is, like... I love when she lies. I know. What he says is that he thought Lucifer was just a story they told at Demon Sunday School. And, like, you know, like, a demon, if, like, if they're being genuine, saying, like, oh, I don't believe in the devil, like, does give, like, that exact impression. Yeah, like, it's, like, atheist vibes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But Cass says, you know, three days ago you thought there was no such thing as me. And he reveals that this is the first time angels have walked among humans in 2,000 years. Which, I guess Lily Sunder doesn't count because they don't actually interact with humans besides taking them as vessels. Like, uh,
0: That's true, that's true.
1: That's well, I guess true. Lily Sunder is a human. Is she a human? Aquabel's the angel and she's a human and they shack up? Lily what- Sunder is her human person. Okay. Then, yeah, I guess he is just lying. Yeah. They retconned that. They retconned that.
0: And I love that. Yeah. Thank I'm God glad. they did. That episode's so fucking good.
1: Dean's really mad about how, you know, the witness seal got broken even though they were able to send them back and how the angels have done a bad job at preventing Lucifer from rising again. Um Cass yeah. says that they tried, and he also mentions that six of his brothers died in the field this week, which is yeah. the first time we hear about other angels,
0: right? And, like, I want to point, yes, that's yeah. true, but also I want to point out that this scene, like, starting from the, there are other battles, other seals. Like, oh, it's the Dean, the choreography of this scene is such that Dean goes from looking at casts from, like, um in front of Cass to going at Cass's side and leaning against like a kitchen counter or wherever they are. Mm. And then Cass moves to move in front of him. So the camera angles in this scene are very close to her faces. So close. And it's like super tense. It's super tense. Yeah. And it's
1: so good. Like it's so good. (laughs) Like (laughs) it's so good. Like yeah, they are like breathing each other's air like they are it is intense and i really don't think supernatural ever gets more close up on a face than it does in this scene we see cass's beautiful beautiful eyes he's the only person in the world who doesn't have to wear brown contacts (laughs) (laughs) i will allow him to have blue eyes um and he says you think the armies of heaven should just follow you around there's a a bigger picture here picture here you should, you should show, show me, me some, some respect. respect. I dragged you out of hell. I can throw you back in. And then he disappears. And then he disappears. Oh god, he's so hot. And like, there's
0: there's also a moment there when they when where he like leans in further, yes. and Dean turns his face away before he says, "You should show me some respect." And it's like, it's like so threatening. Like, they do such a good job of making Cass actually, like, this cosmic being that's, like, he's not out to get Dean. He's not bad. Yeah.
1: But he's still terrifying. Yeah. If he happens to kill Dean, like, because he's being annoying or an inconvenience, then so be it.
0: Yeah, like, he's not like Lilith where he's taunting Dean. He's just like, I'm just gonna stand here. And also, if you're annoying... Guess you'll have to die. Guess you'll have to go to back to the 40 years of torture. And it's like, it's true. It's like, I don't know. Cause like at this point in this story, it's not like we know that's not true. Yeah. Seeing it here now is like, ooh, ooh. And like we see that Dean is obviously shaken. Mm-hmm. Cause like Cass disappears and he like looks around like in a way that's like almost head shaky and yeah. then he jolts awake. Yeah. And he's like, it's the same face he's making at the counter that he's making as he jolts awake. And
1: it's so good. It is. It's very good.
0: It's fascinating how they do, like, an entire episode that was so boring. (laughs) Like, not boring, but, like, the case wasn't, like, good. (laughs) As we mentioned, like, Hendrickson comes back, Meg the vessel comes back, Ronald the best friend comes back, and it's a whole thing, but, like, as you said, older speeches were so generic. Yeah. Were like they 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 didn't feel like real people, mm. or like they didn't feel like the people that they were. Yeah.
1: And
0: and they didn't feel genuine in their anger. So like it doesn't really impact you as strongly. And then at the end of this episode, you just have this scene tagged at the end, and it's fucking amazing. And I'm not even saying this in like. I don't know, like, Desiel goggles or, like, Cassiel goggles. Right. But, like, maybe I am. Maybe I am. I can never remove them. But, <laughs> but like, it's just such, like, it's excellently shot. It's, like, I don't know why, but, like, having Cass around in Season 4, at the very least, really just elevates, yeah. elevates it so much. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's a similar effect to when... When Ruby comes in and then goes like, I'm the girl who just saved your ass. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like the same feeling, but like, obviously it's a different vibe, you know? Yeah. But like, the, the, the feeling of like, what is that? Mm-hmm. That's the feeling that you have for Cass right now. Like, what is going on with this guy? Yeah. Cause like, I mean, technically right now, he's not a character yet. He's just a vessel for plot, mm-hmm. you know? But like, even then, he's brimming with personality. He's brimming with character. And, like, not to give Misha Collins credit, (laughs) (laughs) but I think it's his fault. (laughs) Like, I think it's because of him. Like, he did a good job of portraying Cass. Just, like, how I think if, like, we got Ruby 2.0 to play Ruby 1, it wouldn't be the same. Like, I wouldn't be as attached to Ruby. Mm. Cause, like, Ruby 1, like, Katie Cassidy, that's her name, right? Yeah. Like, she does, she did such a good job of portraying, like, Ruby, that even when she was, like, being a vessel for the plot only, and she wasn't, like, a fully fled, fully fleshed out character yet. Yeah we still thought she was, like, amazing.
1: And that's kind of what's
0: happening to Cass right now.
1: Mm. I I will yeah. not give Misha Collins anything. The spirit of Castiel, uh, who's a real guy, who exists, him. <laughs> possessed him. Yeah.
0: So Dean wakes up, right? Yeah. And Sam, like, walks over him. Like, first of all, fascinating that they don't have rooms in Bobby's
1: house. Yeah. Like, I think it's implied that they did at some point. Right, they stayed there after John's death. Like, did they just sleep in the living room the whole time? Yeah, it's fascinating. Like, to be, to be, to be
0: clear, like, Sam is sleeping on the couch and Dean is sleeping on the the floor floor. in front of, like, the divide, the divider of the kitchen and the living room. I respect that. Yeah. But like, basically, Sam is like walking over him, and you see the cut of Sam's jeans, and it's boot—it's like a bootleg cut. Uh I love that.
1: Yeah, good for him.
0: He's so Y (laughs) two
1: (laughs) K. Also, like more Sam things. Like after he sits down, like you know, he's pulling his flannel on, and then he like smooths out his bangs in like one quick gesture that I thought was so cute. And Dean says, like, so, you got
0: no problems believing in gods and angels to Sam? And Sam's like, no. Dean says, so, I guess that means you believe in the devil, huh? And Sam is like, why are you asking me this, Dean? And it's just Dean, like, close up. Not close up, but, like, it's on Dean's face. Yeah, it's, like, zooming And the episode in. ends.
1: Week, yeah. Weak ending. You should have just ended it on cast. No, but I like him waking up. Like, that's true. Like, it adds to the
0: feeling of like, is it even real? Yeah. Like, it, it's like, is it even real? Is it like, um, what's the term? Like, you know, like the confusion of the situation, it adds to that. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's true. So, the I ambiguity. Love that. Yeah, that's the
0: term. The ambiguity of the situation. True. So, what do we think about this episode?
1: I I liked Meg, like Meg Masters, the human coming back. I feel like because I like Meg the Demon, I also care about demon vessel relationships a lot. Yeah. Um, I am glad to see Henriksen again, but I think he, Ron, and the twins just really did not have that much going on in their dialogues. Like, I feel like if they talk think... more specifically about the things they lost, like, I'd care more. But it's just generic. Like, I died and it sucked. Like, okay.
0: I think um with Meg, I like... Because, like, I don't know. Like, I think there's this assumption that if you're... uh Or maybe it's my assumption mm. that, like, if you're a vessel for a d- demon... And then, like, the demon unpossesses you. You're, like, a good person. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. The demon, the demon is, like, worse than you. So, like, I think a part of me, especially because of how we saw Meg, the vessel, die. Mm-hmm. She was still trying to be helpful. Yeah. She was, like, nice to Sam and Dean. And maybe that's what she is like. Like, when she's not a rabid dog, as right. Bobby put it. But... Like, seeing her be, like, angry and be, like, pissed off at Sam and Dean mm-hmm. is, like, fun. Yeah. Because, like, a part of you thinks that, like, oh, she's not Meg anymore, so she's gonna be nice. And it's... if she isn't, like, I like that.
1: Yeah, I do like that. Cast cast section was good. Cast
0: yeah, section but... was
1: fucking excellent. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I generally did like this episode, but I feel like a lot of what they tried fell flat for me it's just that they tried so many things that enough things worked for me that I was still interested
0: mm-hmm okay what's our best line worst line I have I th- at the top of my head I have a best line and a worst All line alright my best line is I am not here to perch on your shoulder
1: god he's so hot cause it
0: makes me think of Cass like a little bird yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's he perching does on his shoulder. It's build cute. a little birdhouse in your soul. I mean, also like the whole implication, like you know, thinking about it, moving forward. Like I'm not here to perch on your shoulder, but like Cass literally does become like the angel on their shoulder. Yeah,
1: he'll just wait here and then. Yeah, yeah. God, <laughs> you
0: just reminded me of that <laughs> fucking episode. It's. I know people hate 1005. But have we considered that, like, I'll just wait here then, that's what I'll do? Yeah. Have we considered that John and Mary, husband and wife, as that one number Bringing post said? Bringing home
1: a brand new life. Yeah. Yeah, his name is Sammy and I'm Big, Big Brother, Brother Dean. Dean. A perfect family, or so it seemed. So
0: it seems. Oh, so good.
1: <laughs> um, God. Best line? I feel like for for equality, I feel like I should... Pick a Meg line, but I can't. I can't find one. I just liked the general vibe of what she was saying. I think okay. I'm gonna go yeah. with like Dean goes like, "Well, we thought," and she goes, "No, you didn't think." And she says like, "I was trapped in there screaming at you. Just help me, please. You're supposed to help people, Dean. Why didn't you help me?" Because, okay, that stuff gets old once more characters reiterate it throughout the episode. I feel like, at that moment, it was quite impactful. Um, and mm-hmm. hopefully it shapes the way Supernatural talks about vessels in the future. And it shapes, like, what Sam does with vessels throughout season four. But I, I have no hopes. For me, my worst line is, Iron. <laughs> it's Uh, so stupid it's pretty dumb I guess mine is this is what I looked like before that demon cut off my hair and dressed me like a slut but just the dress me like a slut part the cut off my hair part I'm quite interested in but like just dress me like a slut being juxtaposed with like the flashbacks of Meg like having no inch of skin showing is just incredibly stupid
0: okay we have our spreadsheet
1: yes um I mean, there were t- tastes of misogyny, but like very small ones, I'd say, compared to usual. Yeah, I don't think it
0: warrants a so point.
1: Yeah, and I don't. Okay, well, okay, we said that for the last appearance of every character, we would evaluate their storyline. So this is the last appearance. But like Of Henriksen, kind of. It's not even Hendrickson. It's yeah. It's not even him. Okay, so let's just skip that also. Yeah. Okay. Um and I don't remember any homophobia, so I guess we've got zeros across the board.
0: Oh my god, Sarah Gamble. She won today.
1: She did win today. I mean, the episode
0: was boring, so, like, that not bad, that much. But... <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah. I mean, last episode was masterful, so... Mm. I mean... That's yeah. true. Okay, DB. what's your guess? I would say an
1: 8.4. Okay. I feel like it's gonna be a bit higher than that. I'm gonna guess... Because an- people are still riding the high of 401... And they still think that Cass is interesting. And they might enjoy seeing these characters come back, so I'm gonna go an 8.7, actually.
0: Okay, let's see. It's an 8.5! Oh,
1: nice, you win.
0: Editing weakens an otherwise great episode. Yeah,
1: the editing sucks.
0: There, There is something that bugs me so much. This is an otherwise fine episode of an entertaining program. Is it... I simply cannot forgive media uh, uh, representations of events whose primary basis is biblical mythos, misnaming a book in their primary source material.
1: The name of the book book
0: is The Revelation of Jesus Christ to John the Apostle.
1: People fucking call it revelations! (laughs)
0: <laughs> the only acceptable truncation is the revelation oh my god. I immediately ruse this way for the writers of bible theme fiction who don't get these simple facts straight
1: god that's so funny Um, someone ended their review with and Sam you always forget the pie and why do you get to sleep on the couch and Dean on the floor the man just got out of hell he needs some rest sad face emoticon so real <laughs>
0: Misha Collins is so great as Castiel that even on the third viewing, this episode's greatest seed remains a single one he appears in. That should be telling enough.
1: That's literally just Cass. I don't know who this other guy you're naming is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's so heartbreaking that Dean thinks he doesn't deserve saving. The backstory is far more interesting than the main ghost story, although it's a neat little horror piece. That's true. Yeah. 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 Okay, I think that's it for this episode of B. Why? <laughs> Why did
1: you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Go <on>. ahead.
0: <laughs> Next week we will be discussing. This is
1: this how you, you thing about I how is? you want to be a DJ? <laughs> <laughs> next week we'll be discussing right there. Uh, season
0: 4 episode 3 oh my god oh, in the beginning yeah. leave us a rating the review wherever you get your podcast.
1: follow us on social media we are on twitter at twitter.com and on tumblr at busty asianbeautyspod.tumblr.com our official tag is badpod babypod and thank you to everyone who's donated to our Kofi at ko-fi.com slash busty also, check it out our merch at babha.redbubble.com
0: Yeah, you can leave us any feedback, comments, or inquiries at our email, bussieationbeautyspod at gmail.com. See you guys next time! Bye! Bye.
1: Bye.